0: Hello, church family. Thank you for joining us for another message from Res Life Holland. We hope this sermon encourages you in your walk with Jesus and empowers you to live the life God has for you. Now sit back and enjoy today's message. I want to take a minute and think about the Christmas story. And I have Luke chapter 2 written out, and we could read through it, but I really think the kids did a pretty good job. We know the story, but I want you to think about the characters. Think about the people that were involved. We had Mary, Joseph, the shepherds. Think about the location where all of this took place. And then I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 1:27 through 28. It says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and the base things of the world, and things which are despised. God, hath God chosen you, and things which are not, to bring to naught the things that are. The Christmas story, the story of Jesus, which we also call the gospel, is the greatest story ever told. But here's what is interesting. None of the characters other than Jesus himself were really that special the bible tells us that mary was favored of god but she wasn't born to a rich family she wasn't famous she was a humble teenage girl joseph wasn't a rich and famous celebrity a sports player anything. he was a anybody remember do we have any kids in here still? Parents can answer too. What was Joseph? A carpenter. He was a regular guy. And then it took place in Bethlehem. It's interesting, in John one forty seven, it says that Nathaniel, the prophet, he actually said about Nazareth where Jesus grew up, because we see that he was born during the census in the barn, but then they actually lived in Nazareth. And he said, can anything good come from Nazareth? Why? Because even the place where they were wasn't special. When we think about the world, when you think about the place that we live, when you think about Holland, Michigan, do you think, whoa, we are so privileged to be in that world-famous location? Not really. I mean, i got to say, Holland has a lot going for it being on the beach, having this wonderful snow. We love Holland, but most of the world doesn't know Holland. It's not like this is Paris, France, or, or London, or, or some major city. But neither was Bethlehem, and neither was Nazareth. Joseph wasn't famous. Mary wasn't famous. In the the story we heard about the wise men that were coming, we see them typically in a nativity scene. We see the wise men there right next to the shepherds. How many of you realize the wise men and the shepherds didn't show up on the same day? We actually, the most likely scenario is that the wise men came when Jesus was a toddler. And that's why... Uh, Herod attempted to kill all the babies that were under the age of three because it was likely that Jesus had been born up to three years earlier. So the only famous people to show up in the story didn't show up for three years. There were some shepherds, just extremely regular guys, out there and the angels showed up and God said I I have a in a simple place with some simple people I have just put myself God incarnate and he wanted to make the mark the occasion with something special he didn't send to the palace for Herod he went to a hillside and spoke to some shepherds Who were watching sheep. Some theologians have done some studying and said it's likely that the shepherds he spoke to were the shepherds who were raising the sheep for sacrifice in the temple. And in a sense, he was saying to them, The sacrifice that will be once for all is here. But these were regular guys. Now, why am I making such a big point about how simple and little each of the characters were in the biggest story of all time? Because you and I are a part of that story. The Bible says, and and Pastor Adrian quoted the verse that almost all of us know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus was given, but who is it that God loved? That's you and I. We're a part of this story. Christmas is about us. And God says, I don't need people to be important to be impactful. I died... For the world, I came for people in little places with what the world would consider little jobs. We are a part of the Christmas story. What makes the Christmas story so big is that it literally includes everyone. All of us. We, especially now, especially now, we are conditioned to think that, that there are the haves and the have nots. There's the importance and the not so importance. But God does not view the world that way. When God looks down at Holland, Michigan, it's the same as if He was looking at London, Paris, New York. Any other place. When he looks at you, and I, I, if we come walk away with one thing in this little 15 minutes that we're talking about Christmas, it's that Christmas is about everyone. Little or big, God doesn't see that distinction. Paul, who wrote much of the New Testament... He said this in 2 Corinthians twelve nine. He said, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults and hardship and persecutions, difficulty. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Se me acaba de ocurrir que estoy olvidando de traducir. A todos los que están en español, milmísimos excusas y disculpas porque olvidé. I forgot to be translating and I'm sorry. I got so excited. Olvidé de estar traduciendo. Me emocioné tanto que olvidé que debería de estar eh, traduciendo. Voy a darte rapidito lo que dije aquí. Que Dios mandó a Cristo al mundo y que todas las figuras en la historia no eran gran cosa, no eran famosos, no eran este grandes, eran carpintero, era una niña jovencita, era este pastores desconocidos, todo era sencillo. Porque en la vista de Dios no hay grande ni pequeño, todos somos iguales. I had to give them the summary. Out of Vamos a continuar traducido. Now we're going to continue translated. So sorry. Segundo de Corintios 12.9. 2 Corinthians 9.11. Pero él me dijo, te basta con mi gracia, pues mi poder se perfecciona en la debilidad. Por lo tanto, justamente, haré más bien alarde de mis debilidades, para que permanezca sobre mí el poder de Cristo. Por eso, me regocijo en debilidades, insultos, privaciones, persecuciones y dificultades que sufro por Cristo, porque cuando soy débil, entonces soy fuerte. Paul, who wrote so much of the New Testament, in the next verse, look what he says. It says in verse 11, Pablo, quien escribió la mayoría del Nuevo Testamento, mira lo que dice en versículo 11. I have made a fool of myself, but you drove me to it. I ought to have been condemned by you, for I am not in the least inferior to the super apostles, even though I am nothing. Me he portado como in un insato, por, pero ustedes me han obligado a ello. Ustedes debían haberme elogi- elogiado, pues de ningún modo soy inferior a los superapóstoles, que yo no soy nada. Paul, who wrote a big piece of the New Testament, Pablo quien escribió la gran parte del Nuevo Testamento, he called himself nothing. Él mismo se describió como un don nadie. Was he wrong? Estaba equivocado? See, God is not looking for us to be perfect. Dios no está buscando solo los perfectos. God isn't looking only for the famous. Dios no está buscando solo los famosos. You, usted, tiene todas las calificaciones para ser usado por Dios. You have all of the qualifications to be used by God. God is looking to use ordinary people in ordinary places to do extraordinary things. Dios está buscando gente ordinario en lugares ordinarios para hacer cosas extraordinarios. In the Bible, David was a little kid. He took on a giant. When the Midianites, David, era un pequeño joven, pero mató un Goliath, uh, el goleate, el gigante. Gideon, he described himself as being the least of the least of the least. Hedeón se describió el mismo del menor de los menores de los menores. Soy del tribu menor de la familia menor soy el menor de mi familia. He said, I'm from the smallest tribe, I'm from the smallest family, and I'm the least significant in that family. But God used him. God sees us as important as anyone else in the world. Dios nos ve como igual de importante como cualquier otro en el mundo. I'm going to close with two verses, Romans 8, 28, and we know that for those who, God, who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Ahora bien sabemos que Dios dispone todas las cosas para el bien de quienes lo aman, los que han sido llamados de acuerdo con su propósito. And Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Porque yo soy, sé bien los planes que tengo para ustedes, afirma el Señor. Planes de bienestar y no de calamidad, a fin de darles un futuro y una esperanza. The Christmas story continues. La historia de Navidad continúe. God is continuing to use us to tell the world about His coming. Dios está continuando a usarnos para contar al mundo de su venida. And nothing about where we're born, what we do, or how famous we are has the slightest impact on God's ability to continue to use you. Y nada concierne quiénes somos, dónde nacimos, qué hacemos y cómo somos puede impedir que Dios. Le usa para que otros lleguen a conocer su historia. Él está continuando.